When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another beautiful evening in Guadalajara, Mexico, as we welcome you to TC Live, our bridge show to get you from the day session to the night session. And in a city known for tequila and mariachi music, it is going to be a party. Two more semifinal spots on the line tonight and some inspiring stories with a couple players ranked outside the top 100. American Caroline Dalahai trying to reach her first career semi at this level, facing Martina Trevisan and last year's finalist, Maria Sakri hoping to hold off Colombian sensation Emiliana Arango. Lots to get to on the show tonight. How about Sophia Kennan? In her first WTA 1000 quarterfinal since 2019, back in the top 50, which she continued to climb. Plus, one sleep until the Labor Cup returns. We will break down both teams and get you ready for day one in Vancouver with a familiar face. And the OG Coco making a quick transition from the court to commentary. We're going loco for Coco. Vamos for Vandaway in her TC Live debut. Come on into our studios here <laughs> in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman, the Hall of Famer Tracy Austin, and the aforementioned Coco Vandaway. Welcome to the adults table. Welcome, Coco. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've upgraded at Thanksgiving. I'm now That's here. Right. I've earned my stripes. And, you know, hopefully you guys can show me the ropes. I mean, Tracy's been showing me the ropes for years, ever since our Carson days. Absolutely. On the tennis court, now off. But, Coco, it took you less than 24 hours to make that transition <laughs> from San Diego to Tennis Channel. We love it. Oh, Welcome. I mean, I'm, I'm fresh. I'm ready to go. I still know the players out there, so I'm pumped. Good. You've been doing a great job all week on the commentary. Been loving listening to you and Jeff Chisiver on the call of those matches, and you'll be calling matches later tonight as well. Yes, I have a few more matches tonight, and hopefully I go clean and nothing happens, no wrong, no <laughs> no errors from my, unforced errors on my account are long done and dusted, only winners on my side. So closing time is a song by... Semisonic. Semisonic. Not Oasis. Not Oasis. I understand. I, I, I took my lumps. Listen, it's my first rodeo, so <laughs> give me a little bit of time to get my bearings. Tracy, advice for, for Coco to keep, keep up the great work? No, just do it just like you did on the court. You know, you went for it. <laughs> Grip it and rip it, Coco, right? I mean, and Carson, I said maybe sometimes a little bit more margin, but just forget the margin. Let's just go for it in the, in the commentary booth. I'll do my best, Tracy. All right, so you, you've got Martina Trevisan and Caroline Dollahide. That is one of the matches we got coming up later tonight. And last night, what a match for Trevisan taking on Angebur, more than three hours of work. What is she going to have left to give us tonight? Well, hopefully a good night's sleep got her through to be ready for today. But this was an unbelievable match for Martina. She came back from a set down. She had a grind out Ons. I mean, she really took the legs right out from underneath Ons in this match. And she got the trainer called out in the second set, early in the third set. And you could just see it start wearing on Ons' face all through the match. 
Second top 10 win of the year for Trevisan. And then in this third set, I mean, we, we, had a set? we had two moths, right? It was, it, was, it was definitely a nervy service game right here because not only do we have the moths break, but yeah. we also had a few mishaps on both sides of the courts. I mean, that's that's what my tennis is supposed to bring. Is that part? Very large moth. A very, and there's I, another I one here? I definitely would not be touching no. it. No. Is that part of, like, the ball kids' duties to do? I mean, like, get rabies or something? <laughs> I don't know. I was worried for them. But this third set was really a gut punch from Ons. I mean, she really didn't have anything left in her. But Martina came out, and that's the type of player she is. She is crafty, she is cagey, and she is a dog with a bone that does not want to let go. <laughs> that's a great way to describe it. What did you make of that performance from Trevisan? I just love the way that she became more aggressive when she was down. And she was two points away from losing. She started just hitting with a little more velocity, a little more racket head speed. And she's got such great hands. She's able to get the ball off the court, off both the backhand mm. and the forehand with that topspin. And we've seen all week, Coco, that because of the altitude, the ball really jumps off the court, whether it's the kick serve, the topspin on the ground strokes, and it really worked against Ons, who's, what, about five foot six, So it was really hard to hit balls up here. Yeah, and, and physicality-wise, I mean, like, she out-physicaled last night. Ons Jabeur, who was the top seed in the tournament, we will break down her match against Caroline Dollahide coming up later in the show, but let's get you caught up on the matches earlier today. Quarterfinal number one, just the second unseeded quarterfinal at a WTA 1000 this year, but both with major resumes, we got Sophia Kennan and Layla Fernandez-Coco both finding their form this week. Yes, definitely. And Sophia also playing off of the form from San Diego. She made the finals there, had a tough final match in San Diego. But she really stuck to her guns. Her backhand was really firing in this match. And she was out hitting Layla from the ground, which is something that's very hard to do. Layla, for as small and mighty as she is, she packed such a big punch from the ground. And she's not afraid to move forward with the swing volleys, even though we're seeing a miss there. But Kennan here in this tiebreaker definitely let it slip out from under her fingers. But what Kennan does so well from her experience is she bounces back and was absolutely ruthless in this third set. No holds bar. Yeah, really impressive because she was a 4-1 in that second set tiebreak. Forgot about it, came out, and how about a breadstick in this final set? She's opening up her own bakery here. Yes. <laughs> but she definitely had short-term memory, a little bit of goldfish memory out there. And definitely was able to put it in her back pocket. Hopefully she'll rest up after this three-setter and be ready to go for tomorrow. Yeah, eight and one in the last nine matches, Tracy. And then what we just saw, Victoria Azarenka, she's won the most matches, WTA 1000 level ever, but Caroline Garcia, a victory here. She's back in the top ten. Yeah, and that's a big game right there. Garcia faced five break points in that one game alone. She's number one in the WTA Tour in saving break points, and she did that so well today. Saved all 11. Azarenka was in so many of the service games of Garcia, but just couldn't convert. And this was really a spectacular match from Garcia. Served extremely well when she needed to. Kick serve worked extremely well and posed her game. She attacked the second serve of Azarenka, and Azarenka really had to start hitting her second serve much bigger in the second set. She had to redline a little bit, kept it close, but at the end of the day, it was Garcia who just had too much firepower. And gets it done in straight sets for Garcia. Back inside the top 10, like you mentioned, Tracy. Saved all 11 <laughs> break points. Fly with Caro. The hashtag is trending once again. And this was strange, Coco, the fact that they split up 
the two sides of the draw. I think that's a bit of poor scheduling right there because you have two opponents that are now finished and they don't have to worry about going into the late session as the people that they are facing in the next round in the semifinals. That's a really tough turnaround when you play a night match. It's not easy to recover, and especially with the altitudes and the conditions that are here. Everything about recovery is such a benefit, and the people that are playing night matches definitely don't have the benefit of that. Yeah, I'm thinking that they were believing that Anjabur was going to win, and so they thought that she was in that spot. And then Sakari is a huge favorite. She says, this is like a home tournament for me. I wish I could be Mexican and Greek. So she, <laughs> they want to see her, and they yeah. want to see her play the Colombian Arango, which is such an incredible story. Um, but I agree with Coco. It, it's, it's tough scheduling, but they're doing what the fans love. It, it's all about the fans as the players are actually about to walk out onto the court for the first night session match. Uh, Caroline Dolahide taking on Martina Trevisan. We talked at the beginning of the show about Dolahide and how she came into this event, ranked outside the top 100, 111. Now she's in the live rankings and can get even further up. What's impressed you? What, what has she been able to do this week to get so far? I, it was a really disappointing loss from Caroline in San Diego. I know she's been really gunning for the t top 100, and that's such a huge milestone because it sets you up for the Australian Open, and you can plan your tournaments, your schedule going into the Australia swing so much better. I had a lot of conversations with her, co her coach, Jorge. He's a fantastic man, and he was really pushing for Caroline to get it done here in Guadalajara so she wouldn't have to go play the challenger circuit and really play catch-up in the point system because Caroline's sister is going to deliver at the end of the is year. Right? So she wants to go be with her sister when her sister has her baby. So hopefully now that she's in the top 100 really securely, she'll be able to do that. Former UCLA star, Courtney, right? Yes, okay. exactly. Uh, Tracy, for, for this match specifically, uh, what does she need to do to get past Travis on? Uh, very different game styles. Very different. I mean, Dolahide has one of the best kick serves, so definitely she can use that well. I think even on her first serve, because so often that's the tougher. Trevisan's not that tall. Um, and she's going to have to really strike through the ball, get... Trevisan off the court with her angles. Trevisan likes to dictate close to the baseline. So I think Dolahide likes to hit a lot on the rise and uh, try to impose her game because she is a strong player. She volleys extremely well also. Yes, definitely. She'll have to keep moving forward against Trevisan because she does get that extra ball back and becomes quite annoying. And Ons couldn't handle it last night. She wasn't confident enough in her volleys, in her movement moving forward. And plus her movement was so hampered last night. But I think Caroline will be able to take it to her tonight. You've played doubles with Caroline, so you know about those volley skills, right? Yes, yes. I, I definitely know a thing or two about Caroline's doubles skills, but her serve is so massive that it's so easy to look good as a doubles partner with her. Well, Coco, this is our schedule tomorrow on Tennis Channel. The Labor Cup gets underway 4 p.m. Eastern. We got TC Live for a half-hour show leading you up to that. And, of course, the semifinals from Guadalajara as well. So a whole lot on the schedule tomorrow. But what is coming up next? Well, we've got our third quarterfinal of the day. First of the night session, Dullahide on your right, Trevisan on your left. Much more as we continue.